Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Welcome back, I'm Dan. I'm James. And this is episode 47 of the Cornwall wow. Property Podcast. And our aim is to inform, educate, inspire you guys to get involved with property. And uh, we're focusing a little bit more on Cornwall than you were, um, well, as you could probably expect. So again, this is our Ask Dan and James episode. It certainly is. And just remember, without you guys, we wouldn't have the podcast. And uh, yeah, just remember how you get in contact with us. And that's going to cornwallpropertypodcast.com. Go onto our front page there, scroll down to the bottom, and you can send us a message on that platform there or go onto social media, which many of you do, who reach out. And uh, yeah, you can ask us any questions that you have. And without further ado, we have some questions, don't we, Dan, today? And we've got our first uh, question from Claire in Newquay, who asks the following. Love the podcast, guys. Thanks so much for all the value and content you share. You are very welcome, Claire. I have savings ready to invest in property, but I'm concerned the market is going to fall away when I buy. Shall I wait to see what happens in the market or shall I get involved and buy now? Good question. And one question that's probably on many people's mind. Yeah, um, I I got... I've lost count of how many times I've been asked this question over the last <laughs> yeah. month. But um, no, thanks for getting in touch, Claire. And obviously, please, any questions, if you're thinking it, I am guarantee others will be, and I know they are on this one, in this case as well. So again, firstly, Claire, brilliant. Well done on savings uh, and, and accumulating the savings that you say you've got. Brilliant. Uh, I suppose my first question is, uh, is a property for you or in terms of to living as a residential, are you buying it to, to have a buy to let? Um, I, uh, the way I say it, before I, I uh, mess up this quote, but the quote is always referred to is as there's two types of people in the world. You've got those that can't time the market and those that know they can't time the market. Yeah. And I think simply all I get back to here is you're not going to be able to time the market. Claire. You know, no, you, no one knows what is going to happen and when it's going to happen. But you can obviously look at the stats, look at the data, look at the history. And we've rabbled on about this and babble on about this so much time so many times so apologies if you're sick and tired of it but please let it hit home there is a trend history it plays out on an average the housing market is a generally an 18 year property cycle that house prices will uh, increase essentially double normally in that sort of time period but there will be some little dips and some crash there will be a crash as well um, but you look at the figures it's not saying every 18 years it's going to happen an average of 18 years but look at the data and looking at where we are and the market conditions currently, it's kind of playing out quite nicely in terms of the history of what typically does happen and when things happen. And with that in mind, looking at it and, and even just listening to economists that have been studying this for years, they think and they feel the market is is potentially going to see a correction in, in two to three years' time. There's a lot of stimulation going in the market at the minute. There's the, obviously the stamp duty cuts. There's things that are really attractive to help people get on the market and get on the ladder. We mentioned it in last week's property podcast. And I think if you've got money to invest, even like there's been people have been worried about this all year this year, Claire. But say this was this question was coming to us in January, now knowing how the market has panned out now or just coming into November, there's been about nine percent growth, eight to nine percent growth this year. And if you were umming and ahhing about investing in January and you've still waited for that crash, waited for that crash, waited for that crash, all the way now until the end of October, November time, you'd have missed out on nine percent growth. Now 
this is again people are still worried this might happen again next year and that's another nine percent growth or maybe not as high even five percent growth you'll missed out that's then 14 percent growth you've missed out on by just not doing anything all right then we eventually we'll have a crash but that might be after two and a half years of growth a year's worth of growth well you're already up nine fourteen percent potentially how long ever long that growth continues for and when the crash comes or correction comes it might only drop ten percent fifteen percent i don't know twenty percent but as long as you're holding that property for the long term, you're not going to lose out. And we've gone on that so many times. Property investment is a long <clears> game, unless you're trying to do flips and things like that, of course, uh, and you're trying to sell. That's when it, I'd get a little bit more concerned. So if you were trying to buy this property to maybe do it up to sell as a flip, then I'd maybe be a little bit more conscious or ca- uh, cautious on the wind in terms of what way it's uh, blowing for, this, for the property market. But if you're aiming to buy this, hold it for the long term. As long as you can cover the, the mortgage and the bills comfortably with the rent coming in, or if it is your residential with your income, I don't think you should be worried. I think my my advice is just get in there. Make sure you've got a good deal. Just tie up an interest rate as soon as you possibly can because they're continually increasing. I know we've got another increase around the corner as well um, with uh, the the next budget, which is planned on the third, I think the first or the third of November, but um, early November, get in there, get in there. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think there's some really, um, you know, good points you've made there, Dan. And and try, as we always say, not to look too much like at the the press picture. Mm. You know, the press, you know, can often when they talk about it on the news, they're talking about the, the UK as a as a whole. You know, and market demand and supply, which many businesses operate on, uh, can be so different in different places. Even in Cornwall, if we break Cornwall down, there's different demand and supply areas. For example, I'm not saying that you have got this much money to invest in uh, property there, Claire, but Rock, for example. I used to work in Rock. I used to work with property uh, over in that neck of the woods. And I can tell you now, there is very rare that a property comes up in Rock with a sea view or in Polzeth, for example, that's just around the corner with a sea view. When they do come up, they are gone very, very quickly. uh, And they always hold their price on there and they're very, very high. Why is that? is because there is a loads of demand, albeit it might be people out the country, whoever is buying those properties, that they, they want those properties, but there there is just little supply. So that's that's quite a good place to, you know, if you can get your hands on, if you're lucky enough to, you're going to be able to make some money there, especially if it needs a renovation or something like that. It's no different with having a property out on the Roseland as well in Cornwall. That's a very popular place, but very rarely do properties come up there for you to buy. And Looking at your question, I don't know whether you're looking to rent. You might not do a buy-to-let situation. Um, you know, uh, a recent episode, we had a property in Newquay that was a, a five-bed that needed a full renovation. You might have that, and then you might want to flip it and sell it to a, a family that wants to buy a, you know, a home. So it really just depends. But definitely that the market in Cornwall, compared with lots of other places in the UK, is still very, very buoyant. And that's because there's, there's quite simply, there's more demand than there is supply. Uh, and the agents that we are, you know, on a weekly basis, uh, they're all saying the same as well, that, yeah, we're asking them, you know, how, how, how are things on your side of the front? They're saying they're really busy, very, very busy. Most stuff is going out the door very quickly, uh, but there isn't enough stock coming on. So that says to me one thing that there's, you know, there's very good demand and uh, there is money to be had for sure and homes to be created. Mm, definitely. And I think what you're, <clears throat> excuse me, what you're finding a lot of is people are putting the properties on the market at a maybe inflated price realistically and we're seeing reductions because they're realizing that people aren't as as aren't as keen in terms of to make a, a silly offer nowadays as we were seeing maybe this time last year but they're now being reduced back to a realistic price so where it should probably be so i think just you, there's some opportunities that will be around claire just 
I did, I wouldn't be hesitating on waiting because you wait too long, you're going to miss an opportunity. Absolutely. So just, just in short, get yourself involved. And I don't think as long as you just time it again, we're not financial advisors. We're, we're kind of, we can't we make sure we're clear on that. But if we were in your shoes and we are essentially, we're still, in, uh, we're still buying now because we're confident that we're planning to hold these properties for the long term. And we're making sure we're buying at a good price and um, we know our figures. So but that's key, buying it at a good price. And, uh, you know, if you are really, really, really worried about the market where it might go, I would probably suggest that maybe don't buy a property that is literally turnkey, ready to go. Mm. Do something that you can add a bit of value to and increase that price of the property. So that if the market does drop a little bit, 5 10%, whatever it might be, and not saying that's going to happen, it's not really predicted that that's going to happen. But if it did, because you've managed to add that much value through a renovation, uh, because the property was a bit tired, then you kind of put yourself a contingency net there um so yeah do something that where you can add some value definitely and obviously just don't go over the top make sure you, you you're specking it to the the target market as well exactly next question then here we have got from clint in Liscard who asks thanks guys for all the great content and the value on the podcast thanks clint much appreciated i have a pot of cash in the bank from inheritance and keen to invest in property as it seems a good way to make my money work i am worried about interest rates versus rent coming in will there actually be any profit for me good question there and quite nice to see that people have got you know some savings well, you don't, it, yeah, <laughs> or inheritance you don't you don't hear that so l- lucky for you guys and uh, hard-earned uh, money there as well it's it, it is a difficult one uh, as we've talked about in previous um podcasts you've got the section 24 uh when without going into too much detail but just as a reminder if you are, you know, the interest side of a mortgage, you can only offset 20% of that. So the buy-to-let world isn't so attractive now, uh, unless you're buying property through a limited company. But if this is one of your first-time properties, uh, Clint, which I think it might be, uh, then, you know, you only get to offset, you know, 20% of that interest. So in answer to your question, we do know that rents are quite high in Cornwall at the moment. Rents have definitely increased over the past year simply because of demand and supply. But don't always think that you have to go down the rental um, kind of avenue. You might be able to buy something where you can add value and then you can sell it on uh, once you finish the renovation and sell it to somebody looking for a family home or something like that. But uh, as Dan previously said with the, the question with Claire, just do your numbers, check out your figures. And I think you know, over time, well, I, I, it's not, I think, I know property goes up over time. You just hold on and wait for the capital appreciation and you can hold the property. But you've also got that luxury that you could also sell it as well uh, and make a bit of a profit that way. So maybe renting uh, isn't something you want to do at the moment, but do a flip job on it. Mm. Any thoughts, Dan? I, I think the key is, obviously, as I mentioned uh, in last week's podcast, and I can't say, it's, it's about knowing your numbers, where you are each month, really. And if you're worried about interest rates, get something secured now. Get an offer in principle. Get a, get an offer on the table. Fix it. Fix it. Then you know what your outgoings are going to be. And then you can't be surprised if um, every month. There's, you can't be caught off guard, I suppose, because you know what you're meant to be paying each month. I think that that's what gives people a lot of peace of mind is and what the concerns are at the minute is they don't know how much their energy bills are going to be because it's such a new kind of time at the moment. So I think get something fixed in terms of interest rates, get it locked in if you are trying to just hold it for the long term and rent out. At least that way you know what you need to be making. Obviously, what you want to be looking at is a speaking or speaking with agents locally, wherever you're looking to buy. So for example, if it was um, in Liscard, you'd be talking to Liscard agents and you'd be saying, look, for a typical you know, you, you can you can afford maybe a three bedroom house for a typical three bedroom house. What rent would you expect me to be able to make uh, to be charging? With that in mind, brilliant. You've got a rough idea of where the market is. So, with that in mind, you can then go to do your shopping. 
find out your interest rates. If I was going to get an interest rate for this said mortgage, what are my what my mortgage repayment is going to be each month? You can then work out the difference. And from day one, you're going to know where you are, where you are. You might say to the agents, well, look, if I went for a quite a nice spec in this property and try to make it one of the best on the market, could I charge a little bit more? That's They're it. likely to say yes. Well, okay. Is that going to be enough to then sway you? Are you then going to be a nicer position in terms of rental? So it's all about doing your homework, speaking with the professionals, looking what's on the market now and seeing what the condition and the quality is. And the way people mention, oh, it's a saturated market in some instances of uh, in certain types of properties. But my argument here is always that it might be, a, you can always stand out in a saturated market. As long as you are the best product, you're offering the best product for the similar sort of price. Why is anyone not going to turn up, uh, go to your property or your product? So just be the best in your market and you'll be absolutely fine. But I think simply do your homework, do your numbers, do your comparables, get something locked in and you know where you are. That's excellent advice. Can have said it better myself. And just remember, you know, doing your numbers is just business now analysis this isn't like a, a personal sale uh, it's just do your numbers if it's if it stacks up then go for it great if it doesn't guess what move on to the next one there's plenty of property out there it's very easy when you know you're buying your residential property i've done it hands up uh, with my partner you know the one the one mm. that's the it's one emotion. we want you get all emotional you get attached interest rates might not be like yeah well this cottage might not come on again let's just go for it you know this is it is not that way this is you know it's great you've got your inheritance money you're going to make it work for you good man that you're thinking about that clint but you know just do your numbers does it fit yes or no if it doesn't move on to the next one there will be one and you just got to go out hunting really and cherry pick amen agreed indeed Brilliant. Well, guys, I hope that's helped. Again, thank you so much, Claire, Clint, for getting in touch this week. And uh, if you've got a question for us, please do get in touch. Social media is uh, the best sort of way, really. But uh, James, let us know how we do that. Yep. You go on to uh, Facebook, go to Cornwall Property Podcast. You can find us on that way. And uh, sometimes some of you do drop us emails. You can get us on hello at cornwallpropertypodcast.com as well. We're here waiting for you. Also, Instagram, get in touch. Give us a follow, give us a like. If you do like the podcast and you're listening regularly, please give us a little like, give us a share, leave a review. It really, really helps and it, it means a lot to us to hear how you uh, are you finding the podcast. Absolutely. The value you get. So thank you ever so much. That is it from the Ask Dan and James episode. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. See you next Take week. Take care.